we hack in real estate. I'm super excited to share this audio with you. And I really, really hope that you enjoy it. Okay, so we're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the uh, podcast Real Estate Show. I'm super excited today because we have uh, Michael Canonino. We're going to be talking about homeowners insurance. We also have Freddy Baez. He's a lender. Uh, the three of us has actually worked together in the past. Well, me and Michael have worked in the past together, and then me and Freddy have worked in the past together. And we're super excited because we want to bring you a lot of value. And that's what we're going to be doing today. How are you doing, guys? Doing good, doing good. Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Michael, so um, uh, once again, thank you for joining us today, man. Uh, like I said, we're super excited. Um, how about we start with a little introduction about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Michael Canonico with Brightway Insurance. I've been in the industry now uh, just about six years. So uh, really focused on uh, residential uh, insurance, insurance in Florida, personal automobile um, liability, things like that. And then it's kind of exciting. Recently, we've actually expanded. Uh, we have a second location in South Carolina as well. Nice. Um, kind of been doing that. And then we really focus on working with uh, new home buyers. <laughs> with realtors, with mortgage brokers, and, uh, you know, helping those transactions go smoothly. Is that where you're at right now? Because I know you were in Florida before and you mentioned that you have moved. Yeah. So right now I'm actually at our South Carolina location that's in Charleston, South Carolina. Nice. Our Florida. Do you like it over there? What's that? How do you like it over there? Oh, it's really good. It's really good. Lots of, uh, uh, the real estate here is a little bit different. I'd say similar to what you have down in the older areas of Miami. So a lot of early 1900 construction homes, just a lot of very historic homes. Uh, and then of course, you know, we got like the ocean, the beach and everything right over here. So it's a little bit chillier though. So right now over here, it's about 40 degrees out. So you like it more than Florida? Uh, you know, I really have a soft spot for South Florida, especially, but uh, Charleston is a very beautiful city, but I definitely, I, I feel like my heart's definitely down in South Florida. <laughs> nice. that, was, that was a tough question, Jose. Yeah. <laughs> Put him on the spot there, man. That was good. I know. Well, awesome, man. So, okay, uh, Michael, you and I have worked in the past and actually uh, we have worked both scenarios uh, number one me as a client you have helped me find uh, multiple insurance for uh, properties and then also as a referral um, whenever I work as an agent you have helped some of the clients that I have uh, get insurance so um, let's uh, let, let's start very simple you know and and as, as a client um, I'll be asking you, um, what is homeowner's insurance and, and why do I need it? Sure. So uh, homeowner's insurance is a very important part of the new home purchase process. Uh, first of all, being if you're going to you know, get a mortgage uh, for the home, the lender is going to require you to have a homeowner's insurance policy. Uh, second important point to it is purchasing a home is one of the biggest investments you'll ever make. And it's important to uh, make sure you're uh, covering that or ensuring that investment, because if something goes wrong, you, you want to make sure you're protected. So at the end of the day, the important thing is to protect that very important investment. Um, and, and then with that, uh, with the, there's a, a lot that goes into it. So 
like the inspections that you may need. And a lot of times with the insurance, you, sometimes you can highlight uh, just maybe issues or things that need to be taken care of with the house. So you're not making a bad investment. So it's definitely an important part to the process. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Um, and we can see that, you know, because it's also part of um, a requirement of a loan because it has to protect the investment whenever you are financing the property. And then as an owner, you need to have, like you said, your investment uh, protected. Now, um, walk me through the steps. So, okay, I already, I ask you like, why is it important? Why do I need it? And then um, what do we do next? Like what, what are the steps to get the, uh, this insurance? Yeah. So basically, you know, you come to me, uh, we get your address, you know, I do some homework on the property, maybe go over some inspections that you'll need. And especially in Florida, this is very important and where having a good agent, uh, you know, being able to walk you through this process, uh, two of those inspections, in addition to the pre-purchase inspection are called the four point inspection and the wind mitigation inspection. So the first thing I would do is get a copy of those inspections from you so that I can get you an accurate price. Uh, because really uh, without say a wind mitigation inspection, it's kind of a shot in the dark what the price is gonna be. And what makes the wind mitigation inspection so important is uh, just as an example, without that inspection, uh, your premium could you know, be $4,000 a year, very pricey. And then if we get that inspection, we can go down to, you know, $1,500 a year, $2,000 a year. And that definitely helps in terms of qualifying for the mortgage. Sometimes if the, you know, insurance is too high, that can create issues for the debt to income ratio. Yes. That's where, you know, having an agent that can explain those inspections and, or, you know, simply walk you through making a quick change to that inspection to get a better price. Uh, so we would go over the inspection portion. Uh, we would go out, uh, shop the home with all the carriers we have available. Uh, so in Florida, there's well over a hundred different carriers that you can get quotes from. Some are more competitive than others, but that's where we help you kind of get through that process, you know, explain the coverages to you. And, you know, once we make a decision, we kind of go from there and help you understand uh, what it is you're paying for. Okay. So this inspection is obviously very important because, you know, I, I do get a lot of people all the time whenever we are uh, in the process of buying a home. I'm, in this case, I'm talking as a realtor and they always ask, do I really need that report? Because obviously they have to pay money for that, you know, and, and then if um, you need um, a certain amount of a specific reports, then your inspection cost goes higher. So they always ask, do I really need it? Do I really need it? And I always have to explain, yes, it's important because like you're saying, it's going to give you a different rate. So it's key to have this report whenever you're going to buy a home and get home insurance, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just to kind of briefly summarize them. So the, uh, the four point inspection, this is important because it's going to highlight the four points of concern in the home for the insurance carrier. So that's uh, your plumbing system, the roof, the electrical system, and then the heating and air conditioning. And so it's going to go over, you know, remaining life expectancy, you know, the type of electrical system you have, the type of plumbing, your roof. And 
The benefit of having these reports, number one, you'll be able to see really what condition the house is in. And number two, by having those reports, it gives you more carriers to be shopped with. So without the report, you maybe have, you know, as an example, four or five carriers that I can place your home with. And then if we have a good four point inspection, that list grows to, you know, maybe 20 different carriers that we can shop you with. And having options is always a good thing because you never be in a position where you're stuck with, you know, just one or two carriers. You want to have the ability to move around as, you know, the rates change or carrier guidelines change. Uh, you want to you know have that flexibility. So you said um, the better the report, the more options you have. So if, if the report shows that the property is in um, great conditions or as the, in great conditions, then it means you're going to have more options to give to the customer. Exactly. Exactly. Sure. And I'll actually interject here, Jose, because there's obviously benefits on the insurance side, but lining yourself up with a a professional like Michael is super important because once you have that team in place, not only is he talking about getting better insurance rates and being able to get something that's more affordable, but we're also talking about if I can work with Michael and Michael gets your debt to income down, which your debt to income is how much that you currently carry against how much income comes into your household, the lower that is, the better mortgage rate you get as well. So not only are you saving money on the insurance, your overall mortgage rate, right? On top of that, you're also dropping generally your interest rate because at the end of the day, you're you're basically having a better loan package. That's the way the market looks at it, an overall loan package. Someone that's teeter-tottering in between that line of qualifying and not qualifying generally is a higher at risk. Right. And if you're higher at risk, the investors, which is truly who's in the secondary market and who's in the wholesale market, buying the loan in the long term, they generally want to say, hey, well, if I'm going to take on the risk, I'm going to charge you a little bit more interest. So when you line yourself up with Michael and you say, hey, Michael, listen, can you get me this particular number? and still give them or provide them great coverage. If he's willing to go back there and do the numbers and make it happen, then it's a win-win for everyone. Um, I'm a big, big, big advocate for dealing with individuals and not just some random computer system that you plug in information and then you think that's gonna be the best situation for you. So those are my two cents on that. You definitely want a human being behind it and from what I hear, Michael's excellent at what he does. Oh, he is for sure, man. And, and like you were saying, having the uh, team is so important to a, a realtor that can get you the information on the property and then having the uh, lender that can break down the numbers and let you know, uh, you know, the best position for you to be in. And then the insurance agent to uh, you know, get those numbers on the insurance side and make it all work because you also don't want to have to you know, deal with any issues after you close the, you know, new home purchase processes. So it's a big process and you you don't want any headaches after the fact either. So having that team, like you were saying, is very important and just leads to a better overall client experience. Sure. Perfect, man. Perfect. Um, Okay. So once we have uh, completed inspections and we got the four point, we got the wind mitigation, uh, what comes next after that? Uh, so from there, uh, like I said, uh, we have pretty much every carrier available in the state of Florida. So once I know exactly what it is we have going on, we quote the different you know companies. You put together, uh, put that together on like a little spreadsheet table of sorts. So it's very easy for you to read the quotes, and you know we'll go through that you know together with the client and help them understand this is 
you know, where we got the you know, coverage for the house, where that number comes from and go over, you know, what's important to them. You know, do you need personal property coverage, uh, personal liability coverage, which in my opinion is, you know, very important. They go through all that and help you understand and present all the options, educate you on them. Uh, so then at that point, you can make the most educated decision for yourself with my guidance. And once we make a decision, the lender, you need the proof of insurance. We take care of getting that over to the lender for you and uh, just keep an eye on everything. And just, you know, maybe if something changes between then and the closing date, being able to react to that in a timely manner so that there's no hiccups with the closing process. Um, um, okay. So let's talk about what happens after the property is closed. So we close today. What happens after that? Are we going to have another inspection? Typically, the carriers will send out their own inspector uh, to just, you know, verify that what we're putting on paper is actually there. So they'll send somebody out, usually take a few pictures of the exterior. Depending on how old the home is, they may have somebody come out and do an interior inspection as well. Uh, but that's just case by case basis. It depends on which carrier you're with, uh, the house itself, you know, some of the high value homes. It doesn't matter if they're brand new construction, the company is, you know, the insurance carrier is still going to want to come out and take a look at those uh, just because they're you know, a high value house. They're so intricate and complex that sometimes they just want to go out and make sure there's, you know, everything's good with the property and that it's being insured properly. So usually there's a little bit more due diligence on that. But uh, so really, yes, more likely than not, they are going to send somebody out there to just at least verify. Okay. And then um, if I feel like, for example, the price is a little too high or whatever, you know, I just want to lower uh, my insurance. Is that something that is possible once you have closed on the property? And that question also goes with Freddie, because I know the bank may have a specific requirements for the insurance. Correct. So go ahead, Michael, you can answer first and then I'll, I'll carry on after that. Yeah. So, uh, Really, you, it's always good every year to shop your insurance because I'd be lying if I sat here and said, you know, said your rate's going to stay the same or your rate down next year. Typically, it's always going to go up a little bit. And again, that's uh, you know why having a good agent is so important because uh, you want to shop that every year and be proactive. You don't want to, you know, get the high bill, have your lender pay for it, and then it, you know, kind of be stuck with that. You want to shop that prior to renewal and get that better price because it doesn't cost you anything to shop the policy. And carriers, like I said, are always uh, you know, changing the rates, whether that's bringing them down or increasing them. So it, you know, takes you 30 seconds to make a phone call to your agent and say, hey, let's check the rate. Uh, and then, you know, the agent does this thing. And if there's something better, it's very easy to get you switched over. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. From the lender side of things is, is obviously Michael would be the one that's in control of the rate for us. What changes is the escrows that the banks hold for you. Right. So if you have a certain amount of, of money that's escrowed in because you're going to, they're paying for your policy or whatever the scenario is, that's going to be adjusted. And the adjustment that Michael can make, let's say if he's saving you now a hundred dollars on your, on your insurance, that's going to reduce the amount of escrows that banks need to have. And it's also going to reduce the amount of monthly payment that you have. Right. So when you have that tight, 
$1,500 mortgage or $2,000 mortgage, and you're saying, what can I move? How can I adjust? I can't change the taxes, right? Because the city's going to take care of the taxes. The state's going to do all that. Yeah. I can't really change uh, the mortgage unless if I'm going to do a refinance, but that has its own cost uh, uh, associated with it. And that's, you probably want, you obviously want to be in an equity position to be able to do that. It takes five to seven, maybe nine years for you to be able to really get a refi in it to make sense. The insurance you can do in one day. The insurance you call, Michael, and you say, hey, Michael, listen, I, I need to save $50 here. I'm putting that into savings. Can I still have great coverage and save $50? Michael might say, you know what? Uh, I, not only can I save you 50 I can save you 75 and you're actually going to get better coverage because our rates have changed. So on the lender side, it's more of an escrow conversation, but Michael's the first person you got to call. And you can always obviously reach out to Jose or to Michael directly. Um, he's going to be the, the end contact anyways uh, to be able to provide you that service. Good, good. Yeah, that's 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 great information right there because I know I know a lot of people they probably wonder that, but they actually never do anything about it. And whenever they get to that point, they don't really what to do or what to expect. So I think that was a great question with great answers. For For sure. So Michael, let me ask you a question, man. When it comes to uh, insurance, and one thing that's big down here in South Florida, and the moment I say it, you're going to be like, yep, it's uh, flood insurance, okay? Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when I know when Jose's out there, he, he'll call me, hey, man, I found some, there's flood insurance, and it's, uh, yep, and we're, we're going to call Michael and all that. But tell me a little bit more about that. What determines what areas flood a flood zone, right? And then how important is is it for them to have that flood insurance um, so that, you know, whether it's protecting the asset or whatever it does, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, sure. So uh, essentially what it is, they, uh, you know, they have like surveyors that go out there and they map uh, the, you know, the different communities, the areas and, Technically, you know, Florida, almost all of it is a flood zone. So, but there's good flood zones to be in, and then there's called high hazard or high risk flood zones. So if you're in flood zone X, that's the good one. That means your lender is not going to require the flood insurance. And then if you fall under one of the other flood zones, uh, there's various ones uh, like AH, for example, uh, basically what they're looking at is the base flood elevation. So where they expect flood waters to rise to, and then they want to find out uh, in reference to that, where does the house sit? So does the house sit, you know, a foot above that base flood elevation? Does it sit, you know, a foot below or, you know, anywhere in between that? And that's where, you know, depending on where the house sits, that's where the rate is determined. And they get those figures. It's called an elevation certificate. Typically, if uh, um, when the title company is doing their thing, if they find that you are in one of those bad flood zones, they'll order the elevation certificate, which is done with the survey. And then you just send that over to your insurance agent. They plug those numbers in and uh, that's how the rate's calculated. There's really, with the introduction of some different private flood markets, there are some, you know, some variances in the rate, but usually um, if you're going through like a FEMA backed program or, you know, through the government, essentially, then those rates are set. It's kind of, it is what it is. It just depends on where the house sits. 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So from my side, I can definitely say that's that's super important because when we talk about debt to income and we talk about, you know, the ratios and all that good stuff, knowing up front that, that there's going to be a property that has flood insurance and getting that quote early on is super important for us on the lender side. Now, let me ask you this, Michael. Flood floods in South Florida, I mean, hurricanes and all that is we I mean, we have a hurricane season, right? Would you recommend someone that is in an X zone to still ask you or call you straight up and say, Hey, Michael, I'm in an X zone, but how much does it cost me? Right. Because having a home is, I mean, you're going through open heart surgery, right? In South <laughs> Florida, especially these houses are not $50,000. You're talking about 400,000. Uh, I mean, I don't think a policy for that's going to be 27,000 a year. Right. I mean, I hear they're a lot more affordable than that, but tell me a little bit more about that. And, and if it would make sense for them to protect that asset. Yeah, sure. And again, it all goes back to the, you know, purchasing a home is one of the biggest investments you'll ever make. And uh, you were correct in saying that those flood policies for being in a flood zone X, they are very affordable. And uh, one of the kind of the max price for it is roughly about $450, $460 a year. Wow. And they get you about $250,000 in coverage for the house. And you know, about $100,000 in coverage for your contents. So like your, you know, your clothing, furniture, things like that. And it is, I do recommend doing that because a lot of times you purchase the house, you may not know where, you know, during a bad storm or hurricane season or, you know, summer, we have the summer storms that can get pretty intense every day. You don't know where the water is going to rise to. So if anything, at least take that flood policy for the first year, see how the home fares you know, throughout a year going through hurricane season, see, you know, how good's the drainage and everything, you know, in the surrounding areas. And then at that point, you're in a better position to make that decision to see if it's really necessary. But again, at the end of the day, for 450 bucks a year, uh, you're getting a lot of coverage. And uh, it's very important because your standard homeowner's insurance policy is usually going to exclude damage or flood damage. So that's, you know, if you don't have that flood policy, the water, you know, rises up, creeps up the driveway, comes in the front door, you're not covered unless you have that flood policy. Wow. Will that include also the flooding for a plumbing issue? No, so the plumbing issues are different. That's gonna fall under the homeowner's insurance policy. So, you know, and that's a common misconception too. where it's very, uh, again, you want to understand what your policy is actually covering. And, you know, if a pipe bursts in the wall and destroys the flooring and everything, that sounds like, you know, it was flooded, but that's not flood damage when it comes to uh, the, you know, insurance terminology. So pipe bursts in the wall, you, you know, got to replace the drywall. We have to replace the flooring. Uh, that's the, that's basically your water damage which is natural disaster the homeowner's insurance policy. It has to be caused by a natural disaster. Yeah. For flooding. Yes. That's like tidal surge or, you know, it rains, you know, for a week straight and the drainage isn't good in your area. And it just, like I said, you know, creeps up the driveway, comes in the front door or something like that. So it's uh, water rising from the outside coming into the home. Okay. Yeah. So 
I'm, I'm sorry to interject one more time. I'm the numbers guy, okay? That's what I focus on. And I had to do the calculations because when you said $250,000 worth of coverage uh, uh, and it's an average of 400 to 500, I mean, obviously it's, it varies, right? But I had to do the calculations on $450, okay? So we're saying, and I'll actually put it up to the camera, you're actually paying point zero zero one eight. All right. You're talking about less than one one hundredth of a percent for coverage on your home. One thing I can guarantee you guys is that hurricanes will pass by Florida. That's All not the time. Okay? <laughs> and they're Listen, stronger. Every I can time. put money on that for sure. Okay. Having the insurance at that cost, that's insane. I mean, you pay the ratios are a lot higher on on, on your vehicles. And when we pay a, a crap, excuse my, my French, but a whole bunch uh, yeah. of money on our insurance on our cars, and it's a depreciating asset. Exactly. I totally agree with you. Now, um, uh, another thing that came to my mind, because I know people wonder this a lot, uh, and it was, um, you mentioned, okay, the, the coverage is going to be under the actual purchase price. So if I bought a home for $400,000, then the coverage or whatever the insurance company is going to pay me if something happens is not going to be $400,000. It's going to be less than that, correct? So it depends. With the flood policies, you have some flexibility. And so typically the way the government-backed policies work is you have the primary flood policy. And the most coverage you can get under that is $250,000 for the home and $100,000 for contents coverage. Then if let's say the cost to rebuild your house was that $400,000 number, um, what you would then do if you're concerned about getting, you know, making sure that full $400,000 is insured, you would then get what's called an excess flood policy. So basically it's flood policy on top of your other flood policy. And you can have that written so that, you know, you have the first $250,000 uh, covered under the first policy and the next $150,000 covered on the excess flood policy. So, and, but that's your choice though. Typically the lender is only going to require uh, either they want the limits on the flood policy to match the homeowner's insurance policy, or if let's say like in that situation, the cost to rebuild your house was 400,000. Uh, they're only going to require the, you know, that base flood policy of 250,000 or that maximum limit of the primary flood policy. Okay. All right. Good question. Freddy, you got anything else? Um, I think we had a, a lot of questions today. We can come up with more and we can spend a lot of time, a long time here. I know that. Um, do you guys have anything else to add? No, definitely. I mean, number one, Michael, thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, number two, when it comes to the the insurance, this is something we could definitely talk a lot about. And I do recommend that we have another episode just because I know that once we put this video out, people are going to start emailing, uh, asking us, hey, what about this? What about that? And those are probably questions that some people hesitate on asking just because some people say I should ask and they don't. So mm -hmm. as part of the value proposition that that we we want to provide you guys is answering those questions that you guys might have in your head. So um, definitely. We can definitely, I mean, as long as Michael's up for it, we can do another episode in the future. I recommend you guys to reach out with any other additional questions you may have or even particular scenarios right now that you may have uh, insurance on your home. And you want to know if you can get in contact with Michael, which, uh, Michael, you're going to give us our con your contact information here uh, so, so that they can contact you, right? Yeah, certainly. If you can reach my office, uh, that's 404.
1-800-707-7706-6550. That is the, our Orlando location, but we write all over the state and we're very familiar with the South Florida area. And then my email address, if you want to reach out to me via email, Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L dot Canonico, C-A-N-O-N-I-C-O at brightway.com. Awesome, man. Hey, where is that last name from? It's Italian. Oh, okay. Italiano. <laughs> nice. I, I mispronounced it. That's my bad, man. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I call him Michael C. Michael C. Michael C. I like that. You know, that, that happens with my last name all the time. You know, when I used to play baseball and I would go up to bat, they would say Jose and they would, they, they would make a stop because they wouldn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good, good, good. Those get tricky. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much, Michael, for real. Uh, we appreciate having you today. And uh, uh, we hope to do it again because uh, yeah, there is a lot of information that we can have here that is going to help a ton of people out there. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me and I look forward to uh, being on the next time. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. All right. Take it yeah. easy, guys. You, you too. guys have a good one. Bye -bye. You too. Bye bye.